This is Miller's Edge on Tide The Miller's Edge with Christian Miller, two-time national champion and team captain for the Alabama Crimson Tide and former Carolina Panther and his father, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, a nine-year NFL veteran with the New York Giants and University of South Carolina Hall of Famer. This is The Miller's Edge. WTBC on the AM dial. Corey Miller, Pastor Payne here with you. Christian Miller in the studio at Tuscaloosa. Noah Haynes today behind the glass. Hope you're enjoying your day. We got a lot of things to get into on the program. A lot of news notes. Things are happening around the country. Uh, we'll get to those, get your thoughts and opinions because we welcome those each and every single day. We'd love to take your phone calls. 205. 342 is the number to the program. And especially since Noah Haynes is back, he loves to read. And you can do that by sending in your thoughts, your questions, your comments. The Tide app is absolutely free. It's Tide 100.9. It's a free download for you. Won't cost you anything. And so download that. If you can't get in on the phone lines, always send that to Noah Haynes, and he'll read those things uh, for you. Some big news close to the Alabama football program. Coleman Hustler, special teams coordinator and outside linebacker, seems to be headed to Mississippi State. And uh, that is something newsworthy for sure. Uh, Coleman Hustler was at the University of South Carolina, coaching the linebackers for a few years, so I got to know him here. Uh, but has done a pretty good job for Alabama uh, with special teams coordination and the uh, outside linebacker. But he'll have a new role, an upgrade, if you will. He'll take on as the defensive coordinator for the defensive uh, people there at Mississippi State. So a Coleman Hustler is looking to be moving on. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. Alabama, Nick Saban, pretty used to uh, uh, guys moving on. Coordinator roles, that's what it seems like every single year. So I want to pass that along to you. Uh, also, you know, what's going to happen is now that the transfer portal is going on, uh, so many things have happened, so many players, big name players. I think there seem to be over a thousand players right now in the transfer portal. A lot of people are up and, and up more about this whole thing. Uh, what is the NCAA going to do? We knew that. Uh, with the collectives and NIL, it's just not sustainable. And and so uh, we're going to try to throw out some ways maybe what they can do. But right now it is absolutely the Wild Wild West. A lot of big-time quarterbacks that were starters that did big things at their program just this past season, like Dylan Gabriel now uh, is a uh, transfer portal guy at Oklahoma, came in from Central Florida, left-handed, really good football player, Ohio State. They're starting quarterback is in the portal, so we got a lot of different things going on and uh, to talk about. Again, you may hear some noise a little bit here in the background of the house. Mother lost moving from Texas here into South Carolina, so I am here. So I apologize for a little bit. I'll meet when I'm not talking. But Christian Miller in the studio, Noah Hayes, guys, a lot of stuff happening. I didn't even talk about all the things because it took me 30 minutes, but uh, a lot of things to get into on the program today. Yeah, well, first I want to start by uh, mentioning uh, the, the theater here, and let me make sure I get, get it right because I just want to give them a big shout out because they are so, um, so nice over there and it's right down the road from the studio here. Uh, but the CMX theater, uh, here in Tuscaloosa. Oh, Hollywood 16. Yeah, Hollywood 16. There you go. I wanted to make sure I got them right now. I know I'll get, uh, the manager's name right. Bryant is his name. So nice. So long story short, um, uh, my brother's a big movie goer. He likes going to movies. 
I used to love going to the movies with the football team, like on the Friday nights before, you know, the night games. And uh, I hadn't really been, you know, since that. But uh, my brother's kind of got me going again. And he was like, yeah, sign up for the pass. You can download a, you can basically like get a pass and it'll give you like a certain number of movies you can see each month. And so for like 24 bucks, you can see four movies a month. So it's like six bucks a ticket. So to me, I was like, that's a pretty good deal. It's like having a subscription. Yeah, you got to check it out. But um, long story short, I signed up for the pass and I was having some issues with it because I had just signed up. And I think if you wait too late, you probably need to get a ticket sooner rather than later. Um, But long story short, I was having some issues kind of getting it set up. And I went to the the, uh, manager up there and uh, he didn't even question anything you were just like oh i got you I'll take care of that and just printed me out a ticket it was like don't worry about it and you don't even have to use one of your credits uh for the month he's like enjoy the movie just super nice a nice one of the nicest people i've ever met and i was like you know what man i was like i'm gonna make sure i mention you guys uh because i was like that was like one of the like you know sometimes you have people like oh well let me see your phone he didn't even bother asking he he was like you know you know what you, you guys enjoy the movie don't even worry about it we'll, we'll get it figured out and that's great. so nice his name's brian um he said he's named after bear brian Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought that was cool, but I just wanted to give him a shout out in the theater. But um, it's, it's awesome going there. It brings back memories going and watching movies with the team. It's a little bit different. We don't go through the uh, like the ticket box when you go with the team. You just we literally pull our buses up to the back, <laughs> kind of like the police escort, pull up to the back, and then they just open the door and we just go right in the theater and watch whatever movie we're watching, and we're on our way. But what'd you go to see? I saw the. Um, the new Hunger Games movie. Okay, okay. It was, yeah, yeah. Me and my brother went to go see it, uh, and it was, <clears throat> it was really fun. Alex went, and it, it was, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, I went I, and saw Napoleon last night. You know, what, you know what's funny? I was going to try to see Napoleon, but I think it started at seven twenty-five. That's the one I was at. <laughs> yeah, we were at the movies at the same time. Honestly, probably would have ran into. I was, I wanted to see Napoleon, but I was running behind. I had gone. Ran some errands and went to the grocery store and, and cooked and it was too late. I was like, I'm gonna be too too late. I'll it's do hunger close. games. Th- that close, man. That close. But um, yeah. I, but but here's the thing. I'm gonna use my my new pass, my CMX pass, and I'm gonna go see that one next. But the Hunger Games really good. It was a long movie. It was like two hours forty five minutes. Um, and then a few it's days ago, movie, two hours and forty five minutes. That's ridiculous. We did, and it, and you know what? I enjoyed every bit of it because there's something like I don't know, man. Something like calming about just like kicking back and just. I used to be the type I didn't never I didn't necessarily really enjoy movies growing up like that. I mean, it's not I I watched them time to time, but going to the theaters like I would go sometimes. You know, Sand Hills back home where I'm from was like the big thing. Like we didn't really have too much to do in Columbia, my side of town. We we're not from like the downtown area. So like Sand Hills was this big, big outdoor mall area with the movie theater. So everybody used to hang out there. I used to go hang out. Didn't really go in the theater the whole bunch, but um, now nah, it's, trust me, I know it sounds like two hours, 45 minutes in there, but man, when it's a good movie and uh, you're engaged and you're entertained, man, it's, it's great. Movie theater popcorn's great. Um, I love it. They, they, heck, we this just started because we had gone to see the new Godzilla movie, and that, that's really good. Oh man, that might have been one of the best movies I've seen in a while. It's, it's all in Japanese, so if you're one of those people that don't like reading subtitles and all that, I don't know how you feel about it, but really good we're movie. A sports talk show and uh, what do you call it? Movie critique. We do it all. I mean, whatever you want here. I mean, dude, I mean, what else is there really to talk about? The the, the transfer portal? I mean, (laughs) it's not really much going on. You know, like there's some news here and there. Uh, There is a lot going on. Yeah, but I mean, you you know what I'm saying. I mean, you should do this for me. He knows I love movies. Oh, there you go. I know know you love movies. He loves movies. I can care absolutely less. I'd rather be talking about these dudes that's throwing their name in the portal and how much money this is going to cost teams and why this stuff is happening. That's just me. So go ahead and do your thing, my man. Because <laughs> when we get ready, we're going to hit this thing because there's some serious stuff out here that's happening that could be a factor there in Tuscaloosa. So All right. Well, go well, well, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, no, go. I just, I, like I said, I had to give, I had to give Brian, you yeah. know, his shout out because, again, he was so gracious and so helpful and Super nice, and in, in, in the theater like itself, Bryant. I enjoyed as well. Bryant, Bryant. like Paul Bryant, Bryant. yes, That's Bryant, sports like, like Bear Bryant. He yes. is the nephew of Bear Bryant. Uh, I don't think there's a relation there, but <laughs> he was named after him, so that's that's all that counts. But again, man, one of the nicest. Uh, 
people I've, I've probably come across in quite some time. You know how nowadays, I man, I, I just feel like with customer service nowadays, it's and half the time people are just, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're aggressive. They got attitudes. I mean, when this guy, yeah. so nice, man. One of the nicest people I've ever met. And just, like I said, I just wanted to, you know, give, give him a shout out. But anyway, you said there's big transfer portal move, moves or news. Well, I, I wanted to talk about it because, of course, we don't have a game right now to break down. We got three weeks before, uh, you know, the Rose Bowl, which I think is phenomenal. Alabama and the Rose Bowl. I mean, the, the, what do they call it? The daddy of them all? Uh, what do they call it? Uh, the Rose Bowl? What's the announcer name? They're the granddaddy of them all. The Rose Bowl. Everybody, I mean, I've never been there. I've played in so many stadiums and NFL college. I've never played uh, in California at the Rose Bowl. So that's where Alabama's going to be to take over Michigan. We've got many, many weeks to really break down that game. But, but so much is happening. I want to just get to the portal a little bit because I thought it was very shocking when you start to see uh, the big name guys. Guys that have started. Now, these are not guys that have been sitting on the pine, right? These are not guys that's been just sitting back and saying, well, I ain't playing here. I'm never going to get a chance to play. And uh, so-and-so got another year, two years whatsoever. They recruited two five-stars, blah, blah, blah. This is not the guy I'm talking about. These are guys that played. They were 11-1. Think about this. Ohio State. 11-1. They beat, they beat Michigan there in probably the college football players. Of course, it would have to be the Iowa. But they're one game away. And they're in. Transfer polls. Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, beat Texas. Right? It was right there. Oklahoma State got lucky and got in. The Big 12 championship. Dylan Gabriel, well, he transferred from Central Florida to Oklahoma. He's in a portal. Many, 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 many big guys. So here's what I'm saying to you. Uh, this thing has to be dealt with. It has to be a lot done with it because it is offering so many issues. Players going to jump in and... At the end of the day, it is about the money. Christian, money is ruling college football, and it's going to potentially ruin college football. And that's why I'm a little bit concerned. I've, I've worked with the collective. I understand how all that stuff works. I know what in there and how it looks like. But money is going to be a main catalyst when it comes to winning championships, winning national championships, because I think there's going to be a big problem. I really do. And so... I think these guys down are going to say, hey, you know what? If I ain't going to the national championship game and I got a year that I can go ahead and get paid, think about it. They're going to go find a school and the coach who says it's going to take one to two million dollars at minimum to get a quarterback. So my point is, this is a problem. This is a major problem. Now, the Alabamas of the world, the Georgias, probably going to be okay. But at some point, this stuff is going to bite you. If you want to be a contender, I mean, look at Florida State. 15 of their 22 starters were NIL guys, excuse me, were, were transfer portal guys. So what should the NCAA do about it? I know they just issued a statement about uh, putting it back in the hands of the schools and letting them pay their players X amount of dollars. It's a long, long, long uh, breakdown, but basically putting them back in the hands of the school, letting them pay the players, and then as they play or how good they play, they can – play to play what they want. What must they do to put some guardrails on this, this transfer portal, and especially the NIL? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, because here's my thing. I mean, we've been talking about this. We've been complaining about it forever, right? And that's coming from former players, athletes who understand, you know, the, the value that they provide, you know, all the uh, measures that they go through to be uh, student athletes. They don't, you know, the, the time constraints, which don't allow them to have jobs to make money so i'm I'm all again like i'm all for guys being able to to capitalize and maximize again again that's probably sounds like a broken record we've talked about it so much my question to you is i mean like you're talking about it, it worries you well what's the solution right i mean i the only thing i can think of at least from a surface level without really doing a deep dive is number one pay up you know what i mean like get the get the boosters get the the collectives Y'all better start scrapping y'all's piggy banks and start, you know what I mean, cutting down on some of these streaming services, whatever you got to do that to, to increase, uh, your contributions. Uh, you probably should start doing that if you do want good quarterback play or, or more talent, right? Or whatever you want to call it. Um, or I mean, uh, maybe come up with some, some better legislation. But again, I, I just, I don't really. I don't necessarily see them doing that anytime soon. I don't know what the, you know, what it is 
that they would do. Because um, how do you really decipher the difference between, you know, just pay, like paying a guy? Because we all know, I mean, honestly, I don't even know if there really is any NIL deals that are solidified when they give these people money. That's what that's what confuses me, right? I thought it was like you have to do a service. It, it, like, correct me if I'm wrong, South Carolina, y'all, y'all take it a step, you know, further where y'all make the athletes do something, correct? Like, do I have that right? Like, y'all make them do some type of act or some type of... Right. Uh, you got to do something to get paid. Correct. Even if it's just like a, a quick little promotional video or, or what what have you, right? So It could be a tweet. It could be something as an Instagram post. It don't have to be nothing really like... A but job. see, but the, the thing is, like, I mean, like, how would you even put limitations? I mean, would you limit, you know, the value of, of such things? Because, I mean, at this point, somebody could just say, hey... We want to give this kid a million dollars. He has to do something. But all right, send a tweet out just saying, you know, roll tide, support yay Alabama. One tweet, and they go, they say, oh, look, that's valued at a million dollars, which is not accurate at all by any means. I mean, even if you were like Drake with hundreds of millions of followers, that might be accurate in terms. And I'm going off of like specific analytics with engagement, like what a tweet is worth depending on your your engagement and your reach. I know I'm probably getting way too far for a lot of people. But with that being said, I, I, look, I don't know what to, what to tell you. Like, do I love it, the whole bidding and going to the portal just to get paid or whatever? No. I mean, because you're talking to a guy that I sat my tail here five years <laughs> and waited yeah, my turn. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. With, but without without getting challenges. paid. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I get it. Like, trust me, I'm an old school kind of guy. I know I'm not old school, you know, physically, you know, maybe like you, but, you know, mentally, I am an old school guy. Now, you're talking to, I mean, I didn't even think about asking for money because, like, you you and I both know, this has been going on before NIL, just wasn't called NIL. I not once even thought about as a recruit asking a program for money or trying to set me up or hook me. I, ain't, I didn't even cross my mind. I'm sure people are like, oh, well, you, you probably didn't need it. No, you don't know my family situation. I definitely could have used it, 100%, but that's just not how I am. I just, I'm just the way I was raised. You, you know, you work for yours, and that's kind of that's always been my thought process. But that being said, I, I mean, I agree that right now, I mean, it it is it is almost outrageous. Now, we we talked about the portal, and there'd be names in there, but it wouldn't be like it is now. I mean, you said it. I mean, you're talking about starters from programs that are borderline playoff contenders just join, you know, jumping in the portal. So. That to me, I mean, I don't know why else they'd be leaving a program where they're the starter. They, you know, they're, they have a solidified spot. They're on a decent team. I mean, that to me just reeks of, uh, all right, we just, I'm trying to see how much I can get paid. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, but you can't blame them, right? Because when you go, no, no, I, like, I can. Because I just told you, you, I sat I mean, around here five years. <laughs> like, I know, but the things, but you didn't have the money. And everything, uh, saying, Hey, Christian, do this or do that. You know, here's what we're going to do, right? If you stay here, uh, we're going to give you a uh, hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, so say Terrell or Anthony, those guys are getting a hundred thousand. Well, you're going to want some money, especially, and you plan just as much or more than these guys, right? But no, you're going to want sure. money. And then somebody else comes in and say, you know, that offseason, well, Christian, I know you're getting a rotation of three dudes. Well, you can go to Kentucky and get. Wait, wait, wait. See, but that's different, though. That's different, though. You said if I'm like, I'm vying for a spot, right? And there's, there's, you know, several of us, and and I'm, you know, we're all splitting stuff, and I could have an increased role and get paid. That's that's a little bit different. I'm talking about these quarterbacks that are well established, that have already, you know, they they they're the starters for their team. They're not they're not really in position to necessarily lose their job. They're just kind of jumping in the portal. I mean, maybe it's a coaching issue. I don't know what it is. That to me is a little bit different. What you're explaining, I get that. Like if you're you're in a in a rotational type situation, say you're here and you're running back here, and I mean I'm I hate even using us as an example. Say you're, you know, one of these younger backs who say Justice Haynes, he's you know, he's he's gotten some snaps, but he obviously is gonna have to split the load because we have so many backs. That's how it works at Alabama. I mean that's that's a little bit different. That'd be I'm thinking more of a guy like Jace McClellan, who is the the key back. Him just jumping in the portal just because he's trying to, you know, see what else he can get out there. That's kind of what I was thinking. I mean, but from just being honest, that would not be a bad idea. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> well, well, why, why? That would. I why, mean, because how? it's money. 
he's not going to be, especially today, when running backs are not valued at all in the National Football League. And he said, you know what? I got to get all I can get now. And then when I get a chance to play in the NFL, I'll do that. Look, just real quick answer before we go to break. Brock Vandegrift, five-star quarterback at Georgia, says, you know what? Carson Beck got won the job, played well, big-time numbers. We don't know if he's going to go to the NFL or not, but looks like he is the guy. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stay in the SEC. I'm going to go to Kentucky, and I'm going to get some money. And, you know, Bob Stoops already talked. Excuse me, Mark Stoops already talked about this. Pay him some money, and now he's got a five-star quarterback. Now he's able to compete against the same team he just left. Yeah, but he's, he's sitting behind Beck, though. I mean, I get that. I know, but, but my point is he was a 37-ranked player in 2021, had snipped the field, guess what he's going to do? Bounce, right? But it's going to cost you from one mil to two mil to get this guy. So I'm saying this stuff is getting crazy. It's getting, there's no more development. There's no more recruiting a guy and seeing the, 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 the process or the involvement of the player. It's like, let's go get a dude. That's already somebody else had them put the time in and he can come right in and play for us. We just got to write a check. We'll talk more about it. We'll talk more about NIA. I'd love to hear your thoughts. 205-342-9904. Hit us up on the, the app, Tide 100.9. It's a free download for you. Noah Haynes will read your question. You can go right there. We'll come back, take your calls. We'll talk more about the Tide, how this could affect them. That's coming right up right here on the Miller's Edge of the Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. We're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store, America's art support expert. Quick time out, your phone calls. And more conversation about this NIL right here on the Miller's Edge. Back in a moment. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of RR Cigars. From our home base right here in Birmingham, Alabama. We are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. As respected industry leaders, we are here working hard for you in an effort to provide you with excellence in sports medicine, excellence in research and education, and excellence in sports injury prevention. We are here for you, aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Are you tied 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather? A sunny but very cool afternoon. The high today 52. A freeze late tonight. Clear with a low at 30. We look for a warming trend tomorrow and Friday. The sky mostly sunny both days. The high tomorrow 59. The high Friday 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 51 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tie 100.9, 1230 WTBC. On the AM dial, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain, Christian Miller, Noah Haynes, hanging out behind the glass. Justin Jones out for the rest of the week. Glad to have him back as well. We're talking NIL. Uh, also, I want to talk before we get to the phone lines, 205-342-9904. You know, Christian, there's so much talk. I mean, every morning I get up, Praise the Lord. I hit my phone. I, I go to Sirius XM, and I want to hear from Danny Cannell, my great friend. Why? Because I know you talk about that he listen, is listen, just listen, talking listen, no, no. so you, negative about this whole Florida you need, State. You need, you need to cut him off for several weeks because we're working on getting the blood pressure down. So no, no. You, we need to put a ban on Danny Cannell, at least for a few You're right. weeks. But I had to get the initial. Now I'm done with him. Okay. But the point is, it's not You're just him. That? <laughs> uh, yeah, the point exactly. is, it's not just him. My point is, it's everybody except anybody that loves the Crimson Tide, right? It's everybody that uh, that pulls against them, that want them to be as far away from the CFP than anybody. Everybody is saying, most people, that it's not fair. Oh, poor Florida State players, poor this or that. But... You know when you got the top four, right? When they instituted these rules, the best four teams, it's supposed to be the best four teams. You got five power five conferences. Well, there's only four spots. This has been one of the few years that everybody from these conferences, the top two or three, has been pretty daggum good, right? Florida State this year undefeated in the ACC. We know how bad the conference is. Let's just be real about it. Nobody's talking about this, though. 
The ACC wasn't a hard conference. This team had 15 out of 22 guys transfer portal dudes, right? They ran through the ACC like diarrhea, right? They struggled <laughs> a little bit at Clemson. They struggled a little bit on the road at Boston College. But then they lose Travis Jordan, phenomenal student athlete. Love that dude, right? But let's just be honest. The two dudes behind them that they had to play which was terrible. They were so terrible that it didn't take much to win those two games against Florida in the swamp and then to play in the AC championship in Charlotte, 16 to 6 over Louisville. I mean, and now these people are going to sit here and say how the Florida system is and this, that, and the third. But anybody that knows the game, if you say, give me the best four teams to play for the Natty, Alabama is one of those. And number two, so is Georgia. So really, they just fed them a little love, putting them behind Alabama. They should have been six and or seven. Because if you looked at this team, right, they weren't a top four team. They would, it would have been TCU all over again. It might have been that even if Travis Jordan would have played. So I'm sick of that too. Love to hear your thoughts on that. You want to hear my thoughts on that? I mean, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. I mean, I think it's clear as day. I was just talking to, matter of fact, Bryant, Bryant from CMX Hollywood. He, uh, he asked me the question about the playoffs. So yeah, I just was talking about it last night. I mean, it, look, I think the best four teams got in. I heard, I actually was listening to Brian Kelly this morning. Um, I guess somebody, and it's actually a really good question, you know, cause he and LSU played both Florida State and Alabama. They asked his thoughts on it. And like he said, I mean, you got five power, you know, power five conferences, right? There's only four playoff spots. It's just this year, like you just alluded to, it's just a little bit different. You had so many teams vying for those spots, like seven, eight teams, you know, with a, with a valid argument. Um, but to answer your question, no, clearly I think they got it right with Alabama. And I know people are upset. I feel bad for Jordan Travis and Florida State, that program, coaching staff, the players. Uh, but the, the thing is, to, to basically what Brian Kelly said is both teams, Alabama and Florida State, are entirely different teams now towards the end of the season than they were at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know, Alabama just playing, you know, much better, just a much better football team. Florida State, good football team, but then with the loss of their quarterback, they really just kind of, kind of fell off. And, and that's fair. You're right. I mean, you put Florida State in there. And they're not, I mean, I think, as a matter of fact, I was just saying this off the eye test, but I think ESPN or SEC is one of those uh, pages that posted this. And not that this matters, but they said hypothetically if Florida State were to match up they, and they listed all the top teams, they Florida State would have been, you know, favored to lose by, it was like like a double, and I forget, I, I'll get, you know, all mixed up with the point thing, but it would be like they would be double digit, you know, favored to lose pretty much. In almost every matchup. And so with that being said, yeah, I mean, it, I think it was kind of a no-brainer to go with Alabama, given the quarterback situation. However, and this this might offend some people, but I think this is just true, just given the, how the committee thinks and what they've done in years past. And I'll explain why I say this. If Jordan Travis was healthy, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they would have gotten in the number four spot over Alabama. Do I think they're a better football team? Absolutely not. But I know how the committee values that that zero on the record, and I watched how how they they valued Clemson through the years. Clemson was in the same ACC conference. Clemson had no competition. Florida State was trash when Clemson was on their run or whatever you want to call it. The only competition they might have had would have been really. I mean, Louisville would be okay, and when I say okay, I mean Louisville would literally probably be four or five losses in the conference in the SEC. But they were okay compared to the, you know, the ACC. Um, maybe Miami was okay. I mean, think about it. I mean, who were they playing in the ACC championship? Anyway, what I'm saying is Clemson wasn't playing anybody. But because they would go undefeated in the ACC, they would always have Clemson one, two, or three. I don't even know if Clemson. That was a love affair. Yeah, was I was about to say, I don't even know if Clemson might have gotten a number four seed maybe once. And I'm, right. I'm just making this up. I'm just guessing. But Clemson was one, two, or three majority of the time. And they were in the same conference playing the same folks as Florida State. So that's why I say that. If Jordan Travis was healthy, I know how the committee values that zero. And then they, and they, they're not afraid to put in that, you know, the conference champion from the ACC, even though it's a bad conference. Uh, but if Jordan Travis was healthy, there's no brainer. I mean, yeah. they're undefeated. I mean, that's hard to do. 
although I'm with you, there's no way in Hades they're better than Alabama. They would have been right. underdogs, but they would have had to take them because they won the ACC championship and the undefeated, and the whole Texas loss would have bitten Alabama because that would be the next team that you have to match up against. They were going to say, well, you know, Alabama's better here, Texas better there, and, well, Texas won the head-to-head, so therefore they're in, right? So that was pretty easy. But Alabama beat the number one team. I mean, Georgia would have been the overwhelming number one team had they won. And Alabama beat them pretty convincingly. I know it was a three-point game, but it really was a ten-point, and they scored late. But the thing is, it was pretty convincing. Did you ever think Alabama was going to lose that game? Against Georgia? Yeah. No. I mean, are you talking about during the game or like leading up to it? Like, I mean, the second half when things were going back and forth. Oh, yeah, no, no. Alabama coming. I never felt like they were going to lose the game because I felt like Alabama now was rolling with the offense and they couldn't stop Jalen Milrow. No, I know. Now, could I have seen Georgia, you know, capitalizing on a couple things in that second half and maybe, you know, making a push, which they kind of did, kind of make somewhat of a push? Sure, but no, I, I thought Alabama was in control of the game the entire four quarters, in my opinion. Well, I'm, I'm, my point is I'm sick of them. And so <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. Let's take some phone calls, 205-342-9904. Don't forget to download the free app, Tide 100.9. Noah would love to read your thoughts, comments, or message right there. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's head down the road near the coast and go to Mobile, Alabama, and speak to Robert. Robert, welcome in. Hey, guys. Great show as usual. What's going on, Thank Robert? You, sir. Thank you. Hey, so Christian, about that Godzilla movie, yeah, would you rate it? How many stars out of five would you rate it? <laughs> Man, you know what? Honestly, about as close as to, as to a five as it can get, if I'm being honest. I just don't want to give it a five because, you know, I mean, I feel like that's sacred. You can't, I would say about a four and a half, Robert. Really good. Just as well, you got to make sure you read the subtitles because it's in Japanese, but really good movie. I'm just kidding with you. I thought you did talk me into going to see no, it. I mean, it, wait, it was in Japanese. It was in Japanese. Was in but, but, yeah, I'm not. I, that doesn't bother me. I watch a lot of stuff in other languages all the time. But anyway, yeah, no, nah, my dad's going to make fun of me for talking about a movie for 10 minutes. But, I mean, like I said, it's, it's that time of season, Robert. I mean, I know the transfer portal and all that good stuff. But, realistically, we got three and a half weeks till football. So, we, you know, we got a little time to spare. <laughs> I totally understand what, uh, Court, what your dad's saying about the, uh, about the hate haters though. I've been watching them. I am embracing the hate. I am loving the hate. I am relishing in the hate. I go looking for it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, give me some more hate. I'm like, what, what, that's what that's what you got, Danny. Uh, let me go find a cowherd. Uh, uh, let me see if he got some hate for me. Then go see Liz the Booker again. I, I feel like I treat like the way Ric Flair used to treat. It back. I know you're too young to know about Ric Flair. No, no, I don't know about Ric Flair. No, no, believe it or not, my, my dad, Robert, funny enough, my dad was actually pretty good friends with Ric Flair, and he used to give, uh, he knew me and my brother were wrestling fans, so he actually gave us some tickets uh, when they would come to the Carolina. So I, yeah, yeah I got a, I got some experience with Ric Flair, and obviously probably not you oh, know, okay. in, in his in his prime, but uh, hey, I know a little bit about Ric Flair. The nature boy. Oh, in his in his prime, he was the he embraced the hate. I mean, yeah, everybody booed him coming down the stage, and he just soaked it in. Yeah, I know you hate me. I know you hate me being a champion. But guess what? When I leave, I'm going to still be the champion, beating up on your favorite guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he just embraced it. I hope that's where the attitude that Alabama takes with it. I know it'd be kind of hard for people like Jalen and Bill and people like that who are who are just naturally such nice guys, but. uh but uh, uh, Burton and uh, and uh, 17, 0017, <laughs> I think they can embrace the hate really good and stick it to the rest of the, co- of the uh, co- well, not so much college football world, but the media world and everybody who hates that. You know, they, they only hate Alabama because they know they're going to win it, win it all, and they know they're the best team. So that's the only why they hate did, everything else. Did you, is just win did, did you see? Did you see Michigan's reaction to them finding out they're playing Alabama? <laughs> oh, then that yeah. tells you everything you need to know, right? <laughs> Absolutely, that's that's exactly right. You think they have the same attitude with you there in Florida State? But it, they they are. They, they would have been cheering. They, know that we got <laughs> so they so knew it was Florida State. That was, they were going to the national championship game. They knew that. Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I mean, everybody in America that's honest with themselves knew that this team without Jordan Travis was the top four team, and it was questionable if they were even if they had him. So that's what I'm like. Why people are mad because. If Mr. Hancock says, we want, here it is, put this in all caps, 
the best four teams for the state year out, period. The attitude would be totally different if it was uh, Georgia. If they put Georgia in over Florida State and Alabama, they, they, the hate wouldn't be this bad. And the, or, or anybody else, the hate wouldn't be this bad. It's got the hate is for Alabama. Whoa, okay, whoa. Not, you need, you're not bad at the system, although you probably are, but you hate the team that made it in there. Well, Robert, let me ask you this, though. I mean, but why isn't there hate towards Texas? They also jumped Florida State. They went all the way to yeah, three. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, Michigan. They, yeah. they got caught cheating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no, I don't really hear as much hate towards those teams. It's always just, oh, Alabama. I guess they're thing that four spot, but it's just like they forgot about Texas, right? Texas also has, one loss. It's a worse loss than ours. They lost to Oklahoma, who I don't know where they finished, but uh, our loss was to number three, Texas, right? So why aren't they mad at Texas for, for jumping them into that number three spot? Incidentally, the BCS that everybody hated would have had both Alabama and Florida State in. All right, guys. Catch you later. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Robert. Let's rob some mobile. Good stuff. Um, embrace the hate. Let's, let's start another t-shirt. Embrace the hate <laughs> and then put you know L Lang although somebody already got a hold of those guys before I did and I talked about the hoodies and all of that they already signed a deal they, they, they've, had that, they've had that before all they had that like mid season oh okay yeah, well yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bought one for fifty eight ninety nine. Fifty eight ninety nine. wait wait please tell me it was I a hoodie not a, not a t-shirt a hoodie now I'm the hoodie, but here's the thing. Okay, that I, all right. Well, no, I that's, that's better. I, I thought you were saying a T-shirt. I always <laughs> had this rule. You, you know, you know, I've always had this rule. I would not wear any person's name on the back of my back on a jersey and or shirt unless it was you or CJ. And when I bought the fifty-eight ninety-nine hoodie and I looked and flipped the pictures around, it had Melro name and his number on the back. What should I do? Oh, because I have a rule. That's a man law violation. What should I do? I mean, it's Milro. I mean, we, maybe we'll let it slide for that one. I mean, I mean, I want to give them the nil money, right? But man, I, I mean, since your jersey, I ain't wearing somebody else's name on my back. At least it's not a jersey, though. It's just like, a hoodie. Well, same. If it's got a number to me, it's a jersey. Yeah, it's like so, a jersey hoodie. Christmas is coming up. You could regift it. He might. He got to uh, had to find there one of his go. big friends. You wear four XL. I'm about no. to say he's got like a three XL. Uh, I wear about four four XLs. You find somebody. Because I normally I'm a three XL, but I was afraid you know when you order online like that and you too small you get the three XL and it be like an XL. So I just always order uh, um, a bigger one so and I can dry it up if I need to. All right, listen, our second break of this hour coming back. Love to hear your thoughts on a couple of things that we've thrown out there, the NIL, the hate toward Alabama getting into the college football playoffs. How about this? Christian's old NFL team, David Tepper, the owner, fired their coach, Frank Reich. Now they're leaving Wofford. They're going to do training camp in Charlotte like a about time. The media is mad about it because told them not the last minute that they're not doing camp in Spartanburg, South Carolina no more. So we can talk about that. We can talk about Von Miller, We're kind of back in the news on his charges. He's back with the Buffalo Bills. So a lot of stuff we can get into. Again, no breaking down of the game today. We've got plenty of time for that. 205-342-9904. Download the free app. Tie 100.9. Give us a call. We'll holler back at you. Don't forget about the R&R Cigars, 2703 6th Street. For your great cigars, one of the best humidors in town. Great bourbon bar, great flat screen TVs throughout outside porch. I know it's getting cool. You say, why am I sitting on the porch? Well, they got heat out there for you. You got the heaters out there so you can stay warm even on the outside. So don't forget about my good friend Reagan and Randy. Congratulations to them on their new born little boy. And that's Reagan and Randy R&R &R Cigars. 2703 on 6th Street. Quick time out. We'll be back more of your phone calls. This is The Middle's Edge. Tide 100.9. Back in the morning. Are you this is Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. Eleven forty-six down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Twelve forty-six here in Columbia, South Carolina. Quick shout out, uh, just a great guy. Baseline Jesus, Gamecock Jesus, 
uh, passed away today. He's well known. If you follow the SEC, you have seen him. He's the Gamecock number one fan, real long hair glasses. Passed away today, one of the biggest fans from South Carolina Gamecock football and all the other sports. Uh, so just our hearts and our thoughts go out to him and his family. Uh, he's been around probably back since I was in college, and I got here in 1987. Uh, but he passes away today, so I want to send out a condolences uh, to him. Uh, real quick uh, Twitter message, one of our favorite. Uh, she gets on me. She got mad at me, by the way, Christian, for talking about Kool-Aid McKenzie. She thought I was too hard. TC at Goat Lacia. She I told think, me, I think it's Latia, but maybe. Latia, I'm yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. I had goat Latia. <laughs> um, sorry, Latia. She says, don't re-gift it. Keep the hoodie, man. I know it's an old head man law to not have nobody name on your clothes, but you were the number one media spokesperson for the Miro fan club. Keep the hoodie, man. Blank. You know what, Latia? You're right. I was the number one fan for Jalen Milrow, and I should support him. So I'll issue myself a ticket for the man law violation and wear the number four on my back. It is a good-looking hoodie, by the way. And I know uh, Alex, Chris's girlfriend, got me two nice hoodies uh, that I love, and I wear those, and I got a third one. So you can go to the – I'll put that link out there. Go buy some shirts. That's really nice for him and Terry and Arnold, uh, the link. T-shirts and hoodies. So I bought me one $58.99, not a big price, but uh, supporting their um, their deal. So I will, Latia, at Goat Latia. She'd be getting on me. Real quick before we go to Noah Haynes behind the glass, he got an app one, Type 100 message, Christian. Um, you disagree with me about Kool-Aid yesterday and Terry on You mean you were saying about his, like, I was just saying he's a great player. I thought he needed to lose some weight. I thought he lost a step. He got replaced as a punt returner as well because he made bad decisions. Um, and I know I, I get on about the chain. You know me. I'm old school, man. Come on. We're the chains later. Let's go. Let's go play ball. There's no doubt he's a great football player. I don't know if he's a number one pick. Now, I know what normally happens. They, when years over, man, he turns into a, a workout demon and runs a four three forty and looks great. I know it's going to happen, but to me, I watching games. I told Latia that I was going to pull up some tape. I saw him turn it down a lot of times. You and you and I were together, Texas A and M, other games where he could have blew up the, the offensive player, but he turned it down. My point was, I thought he needed to step his game up a little bit more. I. My thing is, I just don't like being too critical of folks. I mean, it, 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 look, is it my speed to to wear, you know, jewelry like that, especially in that type of situation? No. But to each his own, right? I don't want to be that dude. You know what I mean? Plus, he's not the only one. You look on the sidelines, really, or even pregame, uh, really at any of these major schools. I mean, all these dudes have these massive chains, Cuban links that are uh, flooded, right? Big pennants flooded, right? flooded Rolex. I mean, they, they all are kind of doing it. So he ain't the only one. I get it. He's just got probably a couple more pieces and <laughs> some other people. I think he's got multiple bracelets. Watch. Bro, got say. big jewelry. He got yeah. big jewelry. Yeah. Big. Yeah. He ain't got no little rope chain like you got. I got a gold cube. I got a couple gold Cuban links. Now, they're not that diameter. No, and they're not flooded. But no, hold on now. now listen, but, but again, I'm more modest with, with my jewelry. That's just you're getting my speed, but in terms of performance, no. All I'm going to say is because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy. I'm not going to criticize guys too heavily. What I'm going to say is, I do feel that Terry. I, I feel that Terry on Arnold had a better, better year than than Kool Aid did. Now, I'm just going off of how he performed this year. I know Kool Aid is a phenomenal player. Uh, might not have had his best year this year, at least compared to last year, but he's still a, a great player. Going to be a top draft pick. Really nice dude. I don't know if you saw uh, the clip of Terry on Arnold in the press. Uh, matter of fact, thing with T had, had uh, yeah, <laughs> she had uh, tweeted it to us. I don't know if you got to see it, but they asked uh, Terry on Arnold about Kool Aid, and he was he even mentioned, yeah, no, if you could pull that up, if you if you have that, that'd be great. But he basically even said, oh yeah, so he basically was just saying like, hey, I know some people kind of see Kool-Aid from the outside looking in they see the jewelry and stuff they might think one thing but he went on to say some really good things about it. I know it has it pulled up so we'll let you guys hear that right now tell us a little bit about your relationship with Kool-Aid and anything you might have learned from him 
uh, Kool-Aid and I, we came in here together. Uh, we've been brothers right off the bat. Uh, very personable person, the type of person that will give you the shirt off his back. And I would say we've learned a lot from each other. Uh, one thing that I've taken away from him is how much he cares. The guy loves football, really puts a lot of time into it, and he's really, really smart. Like most people, like y'all, see the chains, see the glitz, see the glamour, but the guy really, really loves football and really cares. And I mean, being able to go out there and call him my teammate, call him my brother, and build a relationship with him is something that means a lot to me. And, uh, like I would say, we have a true brotherhood, and it's somebody that I will deal with and have a lifelong relationship with. So there you go. So, I mean, he basically just said that. I mean, I know everybody sees the jewelry, the glitz, and glamour, but, uh, you know, on the inside or in the building, in the facility, you know, being around him, he's a guy that, that really cares about football. Uh, he loves the game, very passionate. And so, like they always say, you know, don't, don't, don't why do you say that? Why, why do you feel the need to say that? Because they ask, I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah I got Well, because people have been thinking that. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, because, but it, again, because people have a perception. You see what I'm saying? They, they, they perceive things, um, a certain way. It, just like I said. It's not necessarily my speed, right? I, I think it's too flashy. I'll give you another example. Deion Sanders. Some people love his style. They love what he does for the culture. They love what he does as a head coach. He's unapologetically himself, right? And some people love it. I mean, and, and I can understand how uh, people feel like it's good uh, for specifically the black community that people can kind of see that he's not afraid of being himself. He's in that role. I understand that aspect. Me personally, I'm a lot more humble than that. I, I like kind of flying under the radar. I just kind of like doing things simple. Um, but I get that aspect. And so with that being said, it's, it's one of those things. Like uh, that's it's just a perception thing. So, but it's other people that might see Deion Sanders and they don't necessarily realize that behind all that flashiness and all the other stuff you see, is he's a old school mentality type football coach that his main thing is about improving these, not just players, but them personally, improving their lives, you know, raising young men to be good, you know, good people in society, right? He's tough on them. He gives them tough love, uh, ultimately to help them become better people, you know, later down the road, better fathers, right? Better husbands. And so uh, me, I know that. So even though Dion's a little too flashy for me, I also know that he's doing a lot of good stuff behind the scenes, and and that's where deep down that's what he ultimately is trying to do. So I say all that to say that that's kind of what Terry Arnold was explaining. You know, Cooley might come off flashy. You see the change and stuff. It's probably not everybody's speed, but at the end of the day, he still loves ball. He's a you know a heck of a competitor. That's what Terry Arnold was saying. So that, that that's what I got from it. Yeah, no, I'm not hating on Kool-Aid. I think Kool-Aid has great potential and going to be a phenomenal football player in the National Football League. Oh, yeah, and I was about to say, and I like you know, Kool-Aid. When I, I look at I, football, I, I'm I old school. I look at football for what it is. When, when players are not doing what they're supposed to do, and, uh, I'm calling it out because I understand the game and what they're doing. So I know when he's not doing the right thing and he's being soft or not taking shots or loafing, you know, and things like that. But as time he steps up, you know, people don't come at him. But... But it is what it is. I will wear the jersey, Jay Lemiro, 59, or whatever it was, 58, 99. I will wear it because Matias said to wear it. I'm going to do what she said. <laughs> uh, real quick, let's go to the app message. And Noah Haynes was behind the glass. Noah, we got a message from? We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from? Uh, we, we have a, an app message from Chris. Chris, uh, Chris has a little question. He says, uh, being that the portal closes before the natty, does it help keep players a little longer from leaving, entering the transfer portal, hoping they might get a ring? Does that have much of an effect, an incentive? Oh, that, I mean, that's a good question. Ooh, but, but, that's a great question. It's a really good I question. I don't think rings matter anymore. Shoot. Come on, man. Are you? Hold on. I, don't, I think to today's kid, rings don't matter. R D. Damn, hashtag this. Then what folks. are they doing? RDM, rings don't matter. Then what are you doing? Money for? matter. Oh, yeah. They're doing geez. it for the oh. chinga linga linga. Can I hear it again, Noah? That's why they're doing it. Wow. They're doing it for the chinga linga linga. Rings don't matter. It's just like in the NFL. That's a damn Some shame. Some say, man, I'm leaving this team to go to said team. When I'm on said team, they give me the best opportunity to win a Super Bowl, to win a ring, something that I can't replace. Guess what? I'm decade. I never had a chance to sniff one. I went to playoffs numerous times. Never had a chance to sniff one. I would love to have a ring. Okay, but, my thing is, though. But most guys, they don't care. R-D-M. 
Rings don't matter. It's all about the chinga linga. Well, that's sad and embarrassing. I'll tell you one thing. I love my rings. I love seeing the reaction of people's, um, people's faces when they get to see my rings. And it's so, so cool to tell the stories behind them and what all went into, you know, achieving those rings. And, and so I look, and my thing is, dude, you know, if you're a good enough player, you'll have an opportunity to play in the NFL. Worry about the money then. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't sniff a Super Bowl, I mean, that's hard to do. I get it. But not like, for long. Not it, for long. It NFL, isn't for long, but come on. And you can long. do both. Look, with that being said, so we got to make sure we, we mention our, our great po- partners and sponsors before we get out of here. I want to give a shout out to our friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic. If you're in need, if you're in need of, of that relief, get cracked and, and feeling brand new, get that adjustment that you've, that's long overdue. Head on over to Spine and Sport Chiro- Chiropractic right now and contact my friend Dr. Brian McDonald. He will take care of you, have you feeling so much better. Again, call him at 205-345-8102. Again, that's Spine and Sport Chiropractic right here in the heart of West Alabama. Also, want to mention our friends over at Buffalo's Cafe because tonight is Wednesday. That means it's wing night. All-you-can-eat wings, bash night is what they call it, Seventeen ninety nine. That includes fries or chips and a drink. You can't beat yummy. this deal. Yeah, it's very yummy. No, you got that right. So head on over to Buffalo's Cafe <laughs> in Midtown Village. Tonight starts at 5, ends at 9. And again, all-you-can-eat wings, you can mix and match flavors, combine them. So go check them out. Now again, it's Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village. Uh, well, I gotta go get. I, I gotta get grill wings. Well, I gotta hop off. Uh, Chris Braswell is calling me randomly. So let me. Well, I gotta. Me, I gotta go to. But real quick, three thousand players at this moment per ESPN have entered the transfer portal. Three thousand. Woo! That's a lot. So, so you and Brad's gonna do what you need to do. Again, take care of yourself. You got something else, Christian? I don't know. I need to get us out of here. Um, the Christian leave. He's on the phone now. He's on the well, he's talking. Thing. Chris is live right now. He's talking to Chris Braswell. I wonder what he's asking. Maybe I should get a Braswell jersey hoodie. I'm going to wear that one too. Um, but anyway, take care of yourself and each other. I'm glad to be back. I can tell I feel a little bit better today. Um, suffered a stroke um, in uh, Alabama last week, last Tuesday, when I came down to see Christian and CJ and spent some time at the station, but never got a chance to do that. Uh, suffered a, a stroke, a minor one. And um, was in the hospital there in Tuscaloosa, D.C. Thank the good folks there for taking care of me. Got me back up to get back home. And now I'm on the road to recovery. Still a long ways ahead. But I got most of my strength and everything back. So thank you for praying. Keep praying that I get everything back 100%. May the Lord bless you. Keep you. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Middle's Edge. Ty, 100.9. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to the Miller's Edge. Tackling sports daily.